The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hour 2, Friday morning. Toby and T.J. back with you. Headed to Cincinnati today for Big 12 basketball coming up uh, tomorrow. We got a noon tip tomorrow, TJ. You going to be able to get up in time to see that one? <laughs> yeah, I'll be up in plenty of time. It's an early you, start. Yeah, yesterday late in the show, I got a call off the air. Yeah, go ahead. Doc B wanted me to let you know he will be in Cincinnati. He was leaving what? yesterday. He was leaving yesterday and uh, was going to Why? be there for the game. Uh, I mean, I'm glad, but how? Why? Someone was taking him uh, to the game. He said he was going and uh, leaving yesterday and was going to have some skyline chili, and um, that he wanted you to know he was going to be Dude, there. Dude, I just feel like our chances went through the roof Absolutely. tomorrow. Absolutely. The good doctor's going to be in the house, huh? Wow. Major. That's TJ. That's more breaking news. Brought to you by Wagner's Heating and Air. They sell the best and service the rest. Wagner's. All right, we're going to uh, get to eventually work our way here toward uh, some who you got. Uh, a little bit later on, of course, TJ's gut for this game. TJ's gut searing hot right now after a Doba on Wednesday predicting a 14-point win over West Virginia. Final score, 77-63. But... A little bit of scout here on Cincy, Teach, tomorrow's opponent. You know, they're one of the four new teams in the Big 12 this year. They are one of the five teams that we play home and home. Mm-hmm. So, first of two matchups with Cincinnati. Good program, Teach. Cincinnati. Oh, historically good program, yeah. A lot of great That's players. right. Favorite all-time Cincinnati players, Teach. Go. Who you got? Um... Oh, what's his name? Played for Jersey, like the Cal. Um, uh, you're oh talking gosh. about uh, uh, Kenyon Martin? Kenyon Martin. I'll say that. I'll say Kenyon Martin. Uh, would you say Kenyon Martin is the greatest all-time Cincinnati player? Yeah, now I'm questioning it. Cincinnati, right? Yeah, yeah that's Martin right. Played that's right. Cincinnati. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Is he the greatest? Um, I think they beat us one year. There's probably some old school guy I'm forgetting, but I'll say yes. Wow. What a shot at the family of Oscar Robertson, Oscar Robertson ladies I and gentlemen. It right when I said Holy it. <laughs> cow. Apologies. I apologize to Dewey Selman I would say, and Oscar Robertson. I would say today. without injuries, Kenyon Martin would have been better than Oscar Robertson. I'll stick I'll stick with it. <laughs> That's the stupidest thing you've ever said on the show. <laughs> I was trying to stick with my hot take there. Nick Van Exel? Was a Cincinnati Bearcat, Oscar Robertson, Kenyon Martin, Reuben Patterson. Maybe there's a name that uh, yeah, you remember. remember that name. Uh, they've had some great ones through the years. 
Bob Huggins coached there for a bit. And uh, and here they are. They've worked their way into the Big 12 Conference. Two national championships and six Final Fours. That's more Final Fours than we got. OU's been to five. Cincinnati a better historical program than Oklahoma, TJ? Yes, no. What say you? I mean, that's two national impressive. titles that and is, six Final Fours. I don't know how you say otherwise. That's impressive. I didn't realize that. I, I knew they had had uh, some runs, but I didn't know to that degree. So I'll have to say yes. They got two national titles and more Final Fours. So sure. Yeah. Well, you were unaware. I wouldn't have said yes. Yeah. So are you admitting you're taking this game and this program lightly? I would say that in the past decade, they have not held up that tradition as much. They've had some decent teams in that in that, they won t- the in that 10 years, too. So. Let me see when they won their championships. Uh, 1961 and 62, back-to-back. Was that Oscar's years? That had years? to have been Oscar, I would think. How do you know? You don't even remember Oscar, so back <laughs> out, okay? <laughs> He did play before my time, yeah. I don't feel like Oscar was... Uh, when did Oscar play there? It would have been before that, right? Uh, Cincinnati advanced to the Final Four, 58-59, Third place both years uh, without Robertson. That was after Oscar. I was going to say, I would have Oscar elevated them to new heights, and then they they went on to win the championships without him. 61-62. Mm-hmm. Those Bob Huggins teams were good enough to win championships. They just never did. Final fours, 59-60, So five in a row there, and then 1992. 92, Kenyon? Kenyon took them to the Final Four? 92 team lost to Michigan's Fab Five in the Final Four. I'm pretty sure that was Kenyon. I think it was. I feel like he got hurt. Remember one year, they were the number one team in the nation. He got hurt before the tournament, and then they controversially were still a one seed, I think. Something about him getting hurt that everybody got up in arms about their seeding in the tournament. Fab Five. They were reunited the other day. Yeah, that was kind of cool Monday, that was cool, yeah. Okay, have you had a chance to see this Cincinnati team yet this year? I don't think so. Not that I remember. I don't think I've seen them play anyone. So the thing that'll yet. the thing that'll jump out at you, I think, the thing that jumps out at me is the size. They are very big. Uh, Victor Locken is their leading scorer. Victor Locken is. Let me get my roster here. Six uh, eleven, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Victor Locken, six eleven, two forty. He's he's from Russia. Um, then they've got. Also, they'll play Aziz Bandego, seven foot, two thirty-five. So six oh, eleven, seven foot in their starting lineup. I don't like that when we've just had the discussion all week about Sam and John Hughley staying on the floor. So, and then Jamil Reynolds will also come in and play six eleven. They're massive. Now it's it's Lockin and Bandego that you got to worry about the most, but still. I mean, this smells like a Luke Northweather game to me, Teach. He, he's going to get out there and pull one of those bigs out to the perimeter with him, you know? Yeah. But still, because of their size, they dominate the glass. They are 
plus 11 on the year average out-rebounding teams. Um, They have almost double the number of offensive rebounds of their opponents on the year. Now, you're not going to like this either because they got some guards that can play. Day-Day Thomas, great name. Uh, Not a great shooter, but a good scorer. They got uh, Edger and James Boy on this team, Teach. Jizzle James. What? Jizzle James. Edger, Edger and James' son, he's a true freshman. As you would expect, tremendous athlete. He comes off the bench for him. Uh, Dan Skillings, kind of a big guard. He's 6'5", 6'6". He's their second leading scorer and comes off the bench. Now let's, let's go back to Jizzle James. Nickname or is that what Edgerin named him? Um, I haven't, I haven't got that deep into my huh. research. It's a very unusual a name. Quick search on that. It is an unusual name, but how about that football team? Because you got Marvin Harrison Jr.'s son, Marvin Harrison Jr., who's about to be a what a top five pick in the NFL draft. Yep. Edger and James' son, Jizzle James, now playing basketball for Cincinnati. And I guess Arch Manning is not Peyton Manning's son, is he? No, I was going. Nephew. I was going to Arch Manning next, and he's just a nephew. <laughs> right. But still, a lineage, still, uh, part of the the family tree. Yes. Let's see if I can find anything out here about Jizzle. Hmm. It says it here on his profile. It doesn't say like it's a nickname or anything. So I don't know. Type in a real name. Well, I'm just on his ESPN profile. Let me go do that. All right. What a great name, though. Yet Day Day and Jizzle. Um, he's got another brother named Eden. E D E N. Okay. Anyway, you're he's listed me. as a uh, Jizzle James Jr. So it must be. I think their best player we haven't even mentioned yet, Seamus Lukosius. Uh, Lukosius is from uh, Lithuania. Played at Butler. Transferred to Cincinnati. He is a uh, kind of a six 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 to six eight swing man who hits very difficult European shots. They love isolating him, and he will hit kind of the wrong legged Dirk Nowitzki step away. Uh, really good outside shooter, creative. Um, just a really tough matchup. So. We were talking to Porter about this on the show last night about their size and trying to match up with them, and and he made a good point. He's like, it's going to be tough, but they got to match up with us too. And those six eleven and seven foot guys got to guard somebody on the other end of the court. And uh, so, this is a matchup game. This is a style and matchup game. OU wants to run, create offense off defense. Get out and go. Use their athleticism. Might even go small. Like, I wouldn't completely rule out them going with that lineup of uh, Jalen Moore at the five and saying, all right, what are you going to do now? And while it is a difficult matchup on one end, it's going to be very tough for Cincinnati as well on the other. So fascinating chess game here, I think, between two teams that – have two very different rosters and styles. 
I, John Newman, another guy that starts for them that's a really good uh, player. So it's a good team. Cincinnati, uh, I've watched them. I watched them lose to Texas by one when Max Acemas hit the uh, the game winner. By the way, you know what Texas did after they hit the game winner? Uh, horns up. Um, horns up, yeah. yeah. On the road. And uh, and then I watched them beat TCU the other night. This is an old team, big team, veteran team. I've not been to Fifth Third Arena where they play, but Porter's played there. He says it's a great venue. It'll be packed out. The lower bowl is completely surrounded with the students. And uh, it, it's a zany atmosphere. Let me see if it says on here what it seats. How big is uh Well, it doesn't say right there. I'll have to. I'll have to. Oh, maybe it says it here. Let's see. Fifth, third arena, 12,000. So that's slightly bigger than the LNC. 12,012. Actually, um, so I, you know, it's it's going to be tough. We knew that it's going to be tough, and um, we'll have to uh, play a really good game. But somewhere along the way, they need to win one of these. Somewhere along the way, they got to start playing better basketball on the road, and maybe it's tomorrow. What do you think, Teach? I would have given you a little info. What do you think about the matchup? Are, are we ready for my gut? Is that what you're asking for here? No, 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 not yet. Not yet. Just like now that you know the matchup a little more, yeah. worry you? Doesn't we feel better about it, worse about it? There are th- some things that concern me, that worry me a little more than maybe I had been, so I may have to adjust the gut a little bit. So, I think this is a turning team. Give me team. some things to think about here. Let me see what their, their net is, uh, I think, right behind OU's, if I remember correctly. Uh, the Sooners net dropped a little bit after that West Virginia win. I think they're down to 26 now. They were at 22. West Virginia game dropped them up to 26. Cincinnati is at 28. So right there. They're both 2-2 two and two in the conference. They're both right there neck and neck in the net rankings. OU's 14-3. and three. Cincinnati's 13-4. and four. Uh, Their losses, TJ... This will give you a little more of a handle on them. They lost two non-conference games, one, uh, both to rivals. They lost the uh, Crosstown shootout to Xavier by five. And they lost to Dayton, who's right up the road, uh, by 14. So two in-state rivals. Two conference losses at home to Texas and at Baylor by three. Some of their best wins, you know, the one that jumped out at me, Georgia Tech, not a not a terrible team in the ACC this year. They beat Georgia Tech by 35, 89 to 54. Other than that, didn't play a very difficult non-conference slate. In conference play, their wins are at BYU by 11 and then TCU in overtime the other night by 4. I've got your answer for Jizzle. He is Edrin James Jr. Some called him EJ, but his dad gave him the nickname as a kid so that he would have something other than Edrin to call him. So he gave him the nickname Jizzle when he was a young kid back when he started playing basketball. So EJ Jizzle James, Edrin Jr. I'm hoping he's there. You know, I'm a big Colts fan, especially of that era. He was at the TCU game the other night. They showed him on TV. 
So uh, it'd be pretty cool to meet Hall of Famer Edger and James. Now, will you approach him unlike the Peyton Manning yeah. situation when you had your opportunity? Oh, I've matured greatly since then. Okay, okay. <laughs> I would definitely, if given the opportunity, shake hands with Edger and James. And, uh, All right, yeah, don't pass that opportunity up if you get Tell it. him I'm a big fan. Hey, dude, can I get a selfie? One of those situations, you know. Keep you updated. 719, TJ's gut on who wins this game coming up a little bit later on. We'll also go who you got for tomorrow's seven-game slate in the Big 12. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. There are trucks, then there's the truck. We're back, T-Row in the morning show. Statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, worldwide on the KREF app. Hightower Clinical brings you this hour. They believe everyone should have access to new treatment options through clinical trial participation. Several areas that they're working in. Colitis, Crohn's disease, dermatitis, arthritis, different cancers. If you have questions about whether they could help you or someone that you uh, know that may uh, be interested, HightowerClinical.com. Or call or text for more information, 405-831-5905. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. This person says they still have their dad's old Army Green Stanley from the early 80s. Nice. That's That's got to be valuable. Since the cups have become popular, I've seen this a lot, it shows the longevity of the Stanley thermos. Those -hmm. things hold up. Mm -hmm. You're talking... 50, 60, 70, 80 years. Wow, they're well-made. Well-made well made product. That's right. Uh, Kenyon Martin tore his ACL the night of the conference tournament one year. Um, this one's saying it was the year before we were thinking that Martin was hurt in 2000, the year Michigan State won the title is what Wayne oh, says. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, right. Sean says the controversy wasn't that they got the one seed with him hurt. It's that they dropped from the one seed when he got oh, hurt. Oh, thank you. I knew Sean would remember. Yeah. By the way, uh, the Stanley designed in Washington, manufactured in China. Oh, boy. Okay. All right, that's not what I was This person for. says, Toby, as far as road games that the Sooners are going to have, they'll all be tough. So does this one kind of make it a must-win road game? Let me, you've let, got to no. you've got to pick up some, so I don't think it's a must. But there's ones that you kind of look at and you say that's probably maybe one if we're going so, to get some on the road. That's one you want to get. So here's what I'm kind of I'm kind of throwing out there like nine and nine. Like I'm hoping for better than that. But if this team goes nine and nine in conference, we talked about this before. That's 21 wins on the year. It's they're they're a top five seed in the NCAA tournament if they do that. If they go nine and nine in this league, twenty-one wins on the year, their net ranking is going to be outstanding. I think they're a top-five seed in the NCAA tournament, six at worst. Okay, so as as a baseline, let's just say nine and nine. You don't have to win any road games to go nine and nine. You just got to win all your home games. Sure, but home games against Houston and Kansas are on the horizon, so it'd be nice to pick up a road game here or there along the way. Or or you win them all and you get to 10, 11, 12 wins, and then, you know, we're talking big things then. So 
of the road games remaining, I'm on uh, the wrong schedule here. Sorry, I'm on Cincinnati. Well, I know they go to Stillwater. That's one that you need to get. Don't get ahead of me. Okay, 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 sorry, because that's probably further down the schedule. At Cincinnati, at Kansas State, at UCF, at Baylor, at Oklahoma State, at Iowa State, at Texas. They got their toughest one out of the way already. I would say in order of easiest to toughest, Teach, you go in OSU 1 even though it's Bedlam? OSU 1 even though it's Bedlam. They're just not very good this year. Uh, UCF 2? Yeah, but see, that's where you get the jump. Like, like I even look at that as a tough road game now with what well, they've done. Well, they're all done. tough. Right, I mean, OSU's not. OSU's going to be tough too. That's their whole season, right bedlam. there. That's yeah. bedlam. Yeah. Let's just let's just don't dally on this too long. Uh, OSU one, UCF two. Yes. Texas three. Yes. Uh. Cincinnati. Cincinnati next, yes. maybe. And then what, what do we got left? We got K State, Baylor, and Iowa State. Uh, uh, Iowa State, K State, Baylor. Yeah. Is that your order? I think so. See, the only pause I have there is Hilton Coliseum. But I don't know what the new Baylor arena is like atmosphere-wise. And K-State is Bramlage. So those are your three toughest because of atmospheres, and they got quality teams. So would we put Cincinnati kind of middle of the pack there? About fourth down, I think it was. Yeah. No, not a must-win. I mean, we're not not in must-win territory. I would love for them to pick off a couple of road games. That gives you a little breathing room at home if you drop one to a Kansas or a Houston or whoever. Um, and this is a gettable one. They're all gettable if you play well. They're all OU's good enough to beat anybody if they play well. So, yeah, this is a gettable one tomorrow. But they're going to have to play well because Cincinnati, in my opinion, is an NCAA tournament team, and you're trying to beat an NCAA tournament team on their home home court. Let's see here. Uh, did you ask Porter if he did anything to get the team prepared for the weather in Cincy? That's from Jeff in yeah. OKC. I did. I said, Coach, it's going to be freezing up there. How do you? How did you prepare your team for the condition? Are you and prepared to walk? And he said, you know they got an indoor arena, right? And then everybody laughed. Yeah. Have we heard from that reporter? Cincinnati, first four out. In, in last week's or this week's uh, bracketology. I don't know about the, if we've heard from that reporter. I think they were shamed into retirement. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering, yeah. Paul and BA, I got my first new Stanley Thermos in 1978. I still have it, and it works better than anything else over the years I've tried. About that Stanley, See, man. I don't think if you don't, like cold liquid, you can appreciate a Stanley or hot liquid for that matter. So I don't think. Well, the Stanley, Stanley does thermos you any good. I look at differently. I could take soups in it, I could take coffee in it. Um, oh, so you drink coffee hot or soup hot? Yes, I don't mind hot. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- uh, I just thought, I figured you were just a lukewarm. Like other things, guy. I drink cold, like an iced like tea, I drink cold. I just prefer my water room temperature. You drink you have you do drink other drinks cold? Of course, yes. 
What do you mean, of course? Well, like uh, a diet cherry lime made from Sonic. I'm getting ice. I'm getting ice in my unsweet tea. Then why not water? I uh, I don't know. I don't like cold water. I can't. I don't know why. I'll drink it. It's not like I won't drink it. If someone hands me a cold water, if they say, hey, would you like a water, and I need one, and I say yes, and it's cold, I'll drink it. I just prefer the room temperature. So, I've just I just figured out what I'm getting you for Christmas next year. <laughs> oh, you! Miss- <laughs> I'll let it be a surprise. Oh, you, no, Mitchell. The T-shirt. Oh yeah. It's gonna say, um, I like my water. The way I like my fandom, lukewarm. <laughs> See, that's just completely false. That's completely false. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the winner of the Big 12 could have five or six conference losses. Hell, I, uh, you said five, I think, when we said this last week. You said. F- I said four. 14 you said. 14 and four. Mm-hmm. And I said 13 and five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After seeing the first, uh, now that we've uh, got a few more games in, I would probably adjust back to where you're at, thirteen and thirteen five. and five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, OU team. Like, I think I think nine and nine it would probably land you in a tie. So who knows the tiebreaker situation? But I think a nine and nine conference record. You are the. I'm trying to think of what seed you'd be in Kansas City. Five or six. Mm-hmm. Probably. Probably. Okay. Uh, Tino says, looking at the schedule, OU needs two of three road wins from the following three, Cincy, UCF, or OSU. So he's saying they need two wins. And those I, why are, are you not putting Texas in that category? I think you need to. Yeah. Texas is 0-2 at home and beatable. I know it's the Red River rivalry, but I'd put Texas in that category too. Now, why is he saying that, you think? I guess he's is he looking chalking at, up home losses like, to Houston and Kansas. That may be what he's saying there. Okay. Um, it, or he's saying w- with what he wants them to be seated at, he feels they need that. I don't know. Mm, gotcha. Tino would have to explain himself. I don't know. Uh, Pastor Andy from BA. To win road games, they're going to have to cut their turnovers down to below 10 and possibly take less threes. What you think about that? Definitely cut down turnovers. We talked about this last night. How do you play better on the road? And the first thing Porter said was, we got to cut down our turnovers. Take care of the ball. He can say I don't that about home them. games now, too, with the way they went on uh, Wednesday night. So, I don't uh, – taking less threes. Uh, how about – I would just like to say making more threes. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want them to live by the three. Don't get me wrong, but – to beat a team on the road, you got to have a good good day shooting the basketball. So they need a 10-plus three-pointer day to win a road game. Don't turn it over. 12 or less is what Kevin Henry always says, and I think that's a good number. 12 or less turnovers. And have 10 or more three-pointers. You do those two things, and you got a really good chance to beat anybody on the road. Yeah. Just just make more than you uh than you have the last couple of road games. Like Trey Darthur got has to 
he can't go 0 for 4, 0 for 5. He needs to go 2 Let me for see 5. What they were. One for, in one those for two four. categories in the uh, in the road losses, bear with me for a second, TJ, okay? I'm going to flip through the notes here real fast. I can find this, I believe, quickly because I, I really like what we're on to here. TJ, bear with me. I'm bearing okay? with you. I'm bearing with uh, you. I'm really, I really like what we're on to, so I want to quickly try to find what we did in those two categories. Okay, here we go. Uh, turnovers at TCU. They had 14, but 12 of those were in the first half, if you remember. Yeah, and that not kind of ter- set- 14 is not a terrible number. but No, but you set the tone in the first half is what happened there. Kansas, they only had 11. That's a good number. Unfortunately, Kansas only had two that mm-hmm. day. So, the honestly, the turn nineteen against West Virginia. So that's the most recent memory. Then the two road games, they weren't terrible in that category. You'd like to be better, but that's not awful. Okay, it's pretty average, honestly. Three point shooting at TCU, seven of twenty six at Kansas, six for twenty. So that that you need, you need I think you got to make ten or more. They made ten threes against Iowa State. They've made 10 threes several times this year, or more. They made 13 of them in one game. Um, so, yeah, keep an eye on those two categories tomorrow. All right, we'll take a break. we got TJ's gut coming up. We're going to take. Uh, we're gonna talk some uh, who you got, both NFL playoffs and Big 12 as well. And we'll continue to take your text messages. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line 405-651-3439. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. We've had a controversy break out on the show this week. I don't know if it's even a controversy, um, but it is a disagreement about how something is pronounced. Uh, Oh, my goodness. Is it is it still raging at the office? Is there any update there? On the I don't DOS bring it up EQ, to him. I know it's very personal and touchy for him, so I don't even bring it up. But I why, heard, why is it touchy and personal? Uh, I just assume with Drake it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I uh, what did that text say last night that I got? Uh, Was it from Sean? Yeah, that he sent me the actual pronunciation according yeah. to uh, the company. Drake, if you're up listening today, can you call us about the pronunciation of D-O-S-E-Q-U-I-S? Dos Equis. Yeah. Well, I don't want it. Which is the proper way to say it. Uh, uh, you haven't talked to him about this? No. No. Okay. But but we've received a lot of text messages about how he says it. Texts, and, and I've received personal texts like during games. Like, why does he do this? Yeah. Um. Okay, Drake, we'd love to hear from you. As far as I know, you might be right. Uh, I don't know if it is an effort to have the correct Spanish pronunciation of the word or if it's simply an inability to say it the way the rest of us say it. You know what I mean, Teach? Which happens with some words. I don't know if he's digging his heels in and saying, this is the right way to say it, all of you are wrong, or I just can't say it. Because, yeah, that, that happens from time to time. So, Drake, if you're listening, will you please uh, call in? We would like to uh, talk to you about the pronunciation of D-O-S-E-Q-U-I-S. Dos Equis, which is the right way to say it. Hmm. I'm not saying that, Drake. I'm willing to be 
I'm willing to hear you out on this. Okay, TJ's gut. No, 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 no. Sorry, not TJ's gut. Who you got? I'm going to go down the Big 12 games tomorrow, TJ, and I want you to tell me who you got. Who you got? You, you understand? Yeah. Okay, here we go. 11 a.m., first game out of the box, 3-1 and one Baylor at 1-3 and three Texas. Very, very hard to win on the road in the Big 12, except in Austin, because they're soft. Their coach brought a lot of negative attention to them this week. Their minds have been in other places because of what he did following the loss to UCF the other night. Baylor comes in there and runs out of the gym with a win. The Moody Center. The Moody Center. Properly named, don't you think? <laughs> Very much so, yes. So you take Baylor on the road. Texas falls to 0-3 at home in league play. Yes. Who do I root for? I mean, I can't. All you have Texas. to do in pregame warmups, flash the horns down at them, and they're melt. done. They will melt. melt. Yeah. Tears. One o'clock. UCF, an enigma. Two and two. At Houston. Two and two. Fifth ranked Houston. Fertita Center. Who ya got? Great comeback win by UCF the other night. We just mentioned that uh, as tied to the Texas-Baylor game. Um, unfortunately, I do not think that they get the Houston Cougars on Saturday. I think I'm going to take Houston in that game. Uh, my inside sources say that UCF, after winning in Austin on Wednesday, st stayed in Texas. They did. Spent the last couple of days at the outlet mall at San Marcos. <laughs> I don't know about that, but they stayed and there. And we'll yeah. be in Houston tomorrow. So we'll so. Uh, boss man and boss lady. They'll be there tomorrow. They've just hung out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big UCF fans, the yeah, bosses. Yeah, they are. Yeah. yeah. Houston was your pick there? Yes. Okay. Sorry, bosses. One o'clock. Iowa State, two and two in the league, ranked number 24. At TCU, two and two in the league, ranked number 19. OU has played both of these teams already. Iowa State at TCU, Schollmeyer Arena, 1 o'clock. Who you got? Very hard to win on the road in the Big 12. <laughs> but Iowa State does on Saturday. I wow. think TCU, after a big week, week in which they pushed Kansas and had a couple of big wins against uh, Houston and uh, OU, then they've dropped one here. I think they'll struggle a little bit here in the upcoming uh, few games, and I'm going to say that Iowa State goes in uh, to show my arena and wins that game tomorrow. Mm, that's an interesting outcome you've got there. All right. 3 o'clock, Kansas, third-ranked Kansas, 3-1 and one in league play. On the road at West Virginia, 1-3. and three. This game is in the Eastern Time Zone, Morgantown, West Virginia, WVU Coliseum, Tony Caridi versus Brian Haney, Kansas at West Virginia. Who you got? Brian Haney will be rock chalking it up. Another Kansas win. They get the road victory. As yeah, I said, good. it's very hard to win in the uh, conference, but they will. This is the third road team you picked in How four about games. How about that? I feel like West Virginia will play better tomorrow. 
I think they I think will. the whole world thinks they're going to get blown out. Kansas might take them a little lightly. They're not going to win, but this will be, as Lee Corso says, closer than the experts think. Not so fast, my friend. Five o'clock. Twentieth ranked BYU, two and two in the league. At twenty fifth ranked Texas Tech, three and one. Tech coming off their first conference defeat. This game is at the United Supermarkets Arena in Lubbock, Texas. Greg Rubel versus Jeff Haxton. BYU at Texas Tech. 5 o'clock Central. Who you got? It's going to be a big uh, road weekend for the opposing Big 12 teams. Give me BYU on the road in Lubbock to knock off Texas Tech. Sorry, Hmm. Jeff Haxton. Hmm. Why? I think the three and zero, uh, the three and one start for Texas Tech is a little bit of smoke and mirrors. I'm not quite sure they're as good and as what they uh, they appear to be right now, and I think BYU is pretty good. So I think BYU gets okay. it done on the road. Finally, six o'clock, Oklahoma State zero and four in the Big Twelve at Kansas State three and one. This game is at Bramlage Coliseum. Manhattan, Kansas, the Octagon of Doom. Dave Hunziker versus Wyatt. OSU at K-State, who you got? It's very hard to win on the road in the Big 12. It's going to be very hard for Oklahoma State to win anywhere. Give me the Wildcats in that game. Okay, I disagree with you on two of them. Um... I will take Texas over Baylor. Look at you. You love your Longhorns, man. You cannot get enough of your Texas Longhorns. Burnt orange colored glasses. I just, I don't think they're going to go to 0-3 at home. And uh, uh, I I, I think Baylor's good. I don't think they're invincible. Uh, I I don't know. I just think it's going to be a bounce back performance by Texas. I also like Houston. I will take TCU over Iowa State okay. in Fort Worth. I won't argue Kansas, too hard on that. Kansas closer than expected. I also like BYU over Tech. I think uh, I think Tech was a mirage. BYU is a, a kind of a not an easy team to necessarily get up for, but they're good. They're just a solid team, yeah. Yeah, I think they're going to come in there and shoot the ball well and beat them, and I'll take uh, K-State as well. So uh, there you go. That's uh, who you got. We'll get TJ's gut coming up in a bit. Drake Dyken, by the way, has reached out, apparently unaware of the controversy. So uh, I'll see if he, we can get him to, uh, to call into the show next segment. We'll see. We'll be back. Bleed Crimson. Love great Sooner Talk. Join the Ref Army by downloading our free app. Toby and TJ, Plank and Josh, Steelman and Thune, and Teddy and Tyler. We have the Sooner experts. The ref is home to Sooner fans worldwide. Toby and TJ back with you this hour, brought to you by Hightower Clinical, bringing clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma. Hightowerclinical.com or call or text 405-831-5905. We are joined now by a very irritated Drake Dyken, who says this is the stupidest reason he's ever been asked to join this show. And I said... Um, you know what show you're talking about, right? Right. Yeah. Um. So good morning, Drake. Well, I didn't mean to irritate him. I just didn't. I didn't know if this was uh, if this was a 
Well, I didn't know exactly why. So, Drake, you say that the name of this uh, product differently than most, and we were wondering if there was a reason for it, if it is because you have a – well, I didn't know if you have a more of a Spanish background or if it was just a pronunciation thing. So it's caused a wave of text messages and tweets and all kinds of things. So uh, explain yourself. So how do you guys uh, – by the way, good, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, TJ, say good morning to Drake. Good morning. So how do you guys say it? I say Dos Equis. Dos Equis. Dos Equis. <laughs> Dos Equis. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dos Equis. Yeah. How do you say it? Dos Equis. Okay. So is that because... That the you that that is the way it's pronounced, or is it just is it not, I, there? You didn't put I, that much thought in it. That's just how it comes out of your mouth. That that I mean, it's been a long time. You might be right. Just, I'm not saying you're wrong. I, I, we're just asking. We're trying to get to the bottom it, of this. It's been a long time since I've taken uh, college Spanish, but I feel like it's the right way to say it. But I'm if everybody is. Uh, piling on me saying that it's wrong, I might be wrong, but also, you know what? I'm stubborn enough just to keep saying it the way I say it. I want you to keep saying it please the way you do. Please don't stop. Uh, yeah, what, please it, don't stop. It, it's, wasn't, it, and, there, was, wasn't there a, a, what was the word that TJ was saying wrong that you guys had stumbled upon, like, hmm. this su- last summer? Yeah, like I said, that that's the thing, like, um... Everybody has those words that they either have difficulty pronouncing or they say it differently or wrong or whatever. So, yeah, I don't remember what it is, but I know what you're talking about. I think it was like, um, I love like the some, Sooners. Some people, like he couldn't say it. People, and it was, right, yeah. yeah. Some people will add a B. Like supposedly. 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 Yeah. <laughs> some people add a B in supposedly. So, John Whitson uh, has texted, I'm on Team Drake. I think he's pronouncing it correctly. Of course John does. That proves so us all it right. Drake, say it again. Dos equis. Dos equis. Dos equis. Dos equis. Okay. You're officially getting this read for the rest of the year, by the way. <laughs> I think I've been getting it the entire year. I think with so the uh, product it was, he was uh, that was happening, yeah, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's official now. Okay. Thank you, Drake. All right. Have a good day. All right. See you later. There you go. Top of the hour break. TJ, can we get a representative of the company on the line to properly pronounce the name of the product? Why? This gives them more publicity than anything. <laughs> Why squelch it? Yeah. We'll be back.